It's good to be in the house of the Lord today, isn't it? There's a great spirit of worship in this place today. It's amazing when prayer is over and you still see people ministering with each other. It's an amazing thing. I like to turn our attention today to John chapter 21, verses 24 and 25. Should sound semi-familiar because Brother Kent preached from there about a month ago now. But I like to take it in a little different than what he preached on. Do you remember what he preached on, what it was called? Anybody? Ordinary, yep. Amen. Uh, John chapter 21, verses 24 through 25 says, This is the disciple which testifieth of these things and wrote these things, and we know that his testimony is true. And there are also many other things which Jesus did, in which, if they should be written every one, I suppose that even the world itself could not contain the books that should be written. Amen. For just a little bit today, I'd like to teach from this subject, The Greatest Story Never Told. You may be seated. There are so many things that Jesus did in the Bible. I think we all can agree on that. I mean, if we were to really look and study and go through everything he did just in the Bible alone, we'd be here for a very long time today. But I want to take just a minute and ask you, what are some of your favorite stories from the Bible? Don't all speak at once. Esther. Esther. Esther's always a good story. Anybody else have a good one? Three Hebrew boys in the fire furnace, yep. Joseph. There it is. I was waiting for someone to get <laughs> Jesus in there. I mean, come on. You know, the birth of Jesus and him dying on the cross. My personal favorite is the story of Ruth. You know, I like, it was like that story. But what I found interesting was the fact that verse 25 says that Jesus did so much more than when he did so much more when he was here. He did so much that there aren't even enough books that could contain it, everything that he did. I don't know about you, but I found that extremely thought-provoking. It gets me thinking, what else could he have done? He did so much already, or recorded in Scripture, what else possibly could he have done? What other great and mighty things did he do that the apostles didn't think to write them down? I have a two-part theory of the meaning behind this scripture. Part one is that I believe that, yes, Jesus did many more miracles like the healings and such, but I also think that he did a lot more small things that completely changed a person's life. Let me give you an example of something that I was thinking of. How many of you have ever heard a message that just overwhelmed you? Like you heard it and you were just like... Mind is blown, everything. It was such a powerful message that it caused you to change something about yourself. It may not have been a huge change, but nevertheless, you were different after you left. This is one of the things that I truly believe was happening when Jesus was ministering. Why do I believe that? Because it's what Jesus has done today, especially in my life and many times. We like to read about the big things that Jesus did in order to encourage ourselves but it's the stories that were never told that I am able to find the most encouragement in. 
is thinking about how I'm sure there was someone dragged to hearing some guy preach after crossing the sea in a desert. I'm sure I imagine a teenager being kind of overwhelmed and out of place around 5,000 other people just waiting, sitting there hungry. And then all of a sudden, this man performs a miracle with the five loaves and two fishes and everyone eats. I just imagine the look on his face and the amazement that he feels in his heart saying, wow, you know, I didn't really want to be here. Maybe he wanted to go play or something, but he saw a miracle and his life was forever changed. Again, I picture this because it is what is still happening to us today. It's one of the greatest stories that's never been told. How many times does the Bible talk about how Jesus healed all the sick without even naming names? I feel like sometimes we just kind of breeze past these scriptures without really thinking about the people and how their lives were changed. With us, we use them as an example of how Jesus did so much without really thinking about what he actually did for people. Some of those people's stories and testimonies could be so powerful, but we simply don't know them because there just wasn't enough room in the Bible to fit them in. They are some of the greatest stories that were never told. And then I used, um, this is my part two of it, the theory. The reason why you can't contain all the things that God has done is simply because he's not done yet. He is still working today. We know that this is true because the fact of it is that each and every one of us is a living testament to that today. By all accounts, none of us should be here today. I know for certain that the way my life was going, that I should not be standing right here today. I don't know where I'd be without God, and I'll be honest, I don't really want to know where I'd be without God. I'm sure that it's not great at all, but he has done so much for me. He's brought me out of an addiction, and I don't want to look back on that, but I only want to look forward to what he has planned for me. This is my testimony. It's not the greatest. It's not the most glamorous. And to me, it almost feels like an embarrassment to me. But it's not. It's my testimony. No one's going to come looking for Zachary Dibble to publish a book about, to write my life story. But for me, it's the greatest story I could ever tell. It's the greatest simply because it is what God has done for me in my life. And how many of us here in this place today have a story of our own? Every single one of us has had God touch us and change us for the better at least once in our lives. I want to end today with a simple prayer that God would help us to share our stories with each other and with others. For some of you, it may be like me. You may feel a little embarrassed about what has God has brought you through. But the fact of the matter is that he brought you through it. He brought you from it. If, this, if you have a story, it can cause a person to change themselves. Your story could connect with someone else and impact someone else. How do I know? Because that's what happened to me. Someone else's testimony calls me to want to change my life and to go back to him. Your life is one of the greatest stories that may never be told. So why don't we have the courage to start telling these stories today? Can we just spend a moment in prayer and ask God to give us the courage to share our testimonies, to not be embarrassed by what he has brought us from, but be thankful what he's brought us from. Lord, I thank you, Jesus, for everything you've brought me through in my life, Lord God. Hallelujah, Jesus. I'm thankful, Lord, for how you chose, Lord, to use me even though I was broken, Lord, even though I was battered, Lord. You chose, Lord, to use me, Lord, and you brought me through, Lord, and you used me even today, Lord. I thank you for it every day, Lord Jesus. 
I pray, Lord, you continue to touch me, continue to use me, Lord. Continue to draw me closer to you, Lord. Help us as a church, Lord, to use our testimonies to reach this world, Lord Jesus. To connect with those who are lost, Lord, and bring them to you, Lord. Hallelujah, Jesus. Help us to be witnesses for you, Lord God. Showing forth your love and your stories, Lord, that you can teach them, Lord Jesus. I praise you, Lord. I praise you, Jesus. Hallelujah, Jesus. I thank you, Lord. Glory to God. 